Welcome to episode 27 of Becoming MindStrong. And today we're continuing our conversation all about macros. We're doing a deep dive into what macro tracking looks like, how to know your numbers, and what it means to learn the skill of nutrition. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of MindStrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more rafts. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So in part one of our macro discussion, we talked about that macros simply stands for macronutrients. And when we talk about macronutrients, we're just talking about your carbs, your carbohydrates, your fat, and your protein. Then we talked about why this is the single most sustainable lifestyle. If you are walking around with horse blinders on saying, I can eat this, I can't eat this, I can't eat this, I can't eat this. I promise you, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, it is not going to be sustainable. And that is not a knock to you. That is not a knock to your willpower. That is human nature. Willpower, science has proven, is an exhaustible resource and it will run out at some point. So the way that we make this a totally sustainable lifestyle is by what I call flipping the formula. So instead of saying, once I hit my goal weight, then I'll eat the foods I love, we flip the formula. How can I hit my goal weight while eating the foods I love. And that's exactly what macro tracking does for us. It's all about learning to eat the foods we love while hitting our goals. And when you do it that way, you will literally never diet again. So in our last episode, you heard me make an analogy where macro tracking is exactly like a financial budget. So I'm gonna dig deep in this analogy because it's so perfect for many, many reasons, both logistically in terms of how macro tracking works and also from a mindset standpoint, right? If you've ever sat down to come up with a financial plan, you know that in the beginning, it freaking sucks. And we've talked about this in past episodes, right? This idea of, we don't wanna put that all out on paper. We don't wanna sit down with someone and see just how in debt we are, how many credit cards we have out, how much we owe on our house, whatever it is, it freaking sucks to see it on paper. But we have to shine that light of awareness first because the reality is, It's going on whether we want to admit it or not. And the way that we take control once and for all is by first shining the light of awareness, getting real about it, accepting the fact that it's just data. It is not a reflection on us. It is not a reflection on our worth. It's simply data and it's going on whether we want to admit it or not. So we shine the light of awareness and then step two is making a plan. That's how we start to take control by knowing what's going on and then coming up with action steps to take control. And that's what, that's the same exact analogy for, for macro tracking. When we first start the first week, the very first week before we do anything, we very simply track our food. So what that means is there's a million free apps out there. The one that I personally like is called my fitness pal. I'm not affiliated with them. It's just the one that I happen to use. There's one called lose it. You can use a Fitbit for this. There's a million apps to choose from, but for that first week, you're not going to try to be on, on good behavior. You're not going to try to do a major life overhaul. You're very simply going to eat the way you normally eat and track your food. And that's it. We're just shining the light of awareness. We're getting it all out there. And yes, it can be tough. And yes, it can suck to see it on paper or in this case on an app. 
but that is going on regardless. If you've struggled with your weight and said, I don't understand what's happening. This is step one. This is going to show you very clearly what's actually going on. And we have to remind ourselves that this is happening no matter what. It's not a reflection on me. It's not a reflection on my self-worth. And we're going to celebrate the fact that we're taking action. Now, going back to our analogy, after you sit down with that financial advisor, the next step is going to be to come up with a plan. And for most of us, that usually entails a budget, right? Here's how much you have to spend each day. And here's where I really like to drive home this analogy of how this relates to macro tracking. Let's say that I handed you a hundred dollar bill and I said to you, this hundred dollars is yours to spend on whatever the hell you want. doesn't matter to me. The only rule is it doesn't roll over. You can't hold on to it. You have to spend all hundred today. You could make 10 smaller purchases throughout the day. You could make three medium sized purchases throughout the day. You could make a big purchase in the morning and then save your money all day long. You could be stingy with your money all day long and then go on a shopping spree at night. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to buy, it's your money to spend as long as you spend all hundred that day. So when you have your personal macro plan, that's exactly how this works. You're going to sit down. You're going to have your plan. It's going to show you your total number of calories, your total grams of carbs, your total grams of fat, your total grams of protein from there. You can eat whatever the hell you want as long as you hit your goals. So if you decide going back to our analogy from, from the last episode that it's Tuesday and you want a piece of pizza, well, a piece of pizza has a bunch of fat and carbs in it, right? That's, that's part of what makes it so delicious is that it's high in fat and carbs, but awesome. If you want to quote unquote, spend those fat and carb grams on that piece of pizza, do it. It just might mean you have to be a little stingier as the day goes on. If it's the end of the day and you look at your app and you see, holy crap, I have 20 grams of fat left to quote unquote spend. Well, guess what? Now standing over the sink, eating spoonfuls of peanut butter isn't a cheat meal. It's not that you're doing something wrong. You're doing exactly what you need to be doing because you are hitting your macros. When we think of it like a budget, when we think of it as spending, just think about that for a second. Think of the way that that changes your relationship with food. Right? Is pasta this evil carb that we don't understand why it's evil, but we've been told that? No, pasta is a great way to hit your carb macros. In fact, if you have lentil or chickpea pasta, it's a great way to hit your carb macros and your protein macros. And it becomes this game. It becomes this game where nothing is off limits. And yes, we want to make more nutritious choices the majority of the time, but it leaves room for those fun foods. If you've hung out with me before, you know that I love Krispy Kreme donuts. I refuse to live a life that does not include Krispy Kreme donuts now and then. So if I get a craving one day for a Krispy Kreme, I might sit with it for a day. I might say, hey, do I really want to spend it? I don't know. But if it's still there the next day, hell yeah, I'm eating a Krispy Kreme donut and I'm doing it with the conscious choice that I'm going to spend a bunch of my carbs and a bunch of my fat that day on that Krispy Kreme donut. Maybe I have to be a little stingier as the day goes on, but you know what? It's worth it because now when Saturday rolls around, I don't need to sit down and, and house a six pack of Krispy Kremes because I got that craving out of my system. And here's the best part. I continue to lose weight while including Krispy Kremes in my quote unquote diet plan. Do you see the mindset shift? This I say quote unquote, because this isn't a diet. This is how you heal your relationship with food. When we learn to include pizza and pasta and Krispy Kreme donuts and whatever your thing is into your weight loss plan, you will never diet again. 
You are eating the foods you love on a budget. It's no different than a financial budget and it completely heals that relationship with food. Now, the next logical question is, okay, Rachel, I'm in, let's rock this. How do I figure out my personal macro plan? And there's a couple ways to go about this. And it depends on a couple things. It depends first and foremost on how you learn best, right? Are you more of the do it yourselfer or are you more of the works better with a coach? The second thing it depends on is where you're at in your journey. If you're at the point where you're like, I just need to freaking do this, teach me, show me the way I'm done dabbling. I'm ready to rock this. Then the quickest answer to anything is always get a coach, right? This is what I do with people one-on-one. I set their macro plans for them. I teach them how we got there. I teach them how to learn the skill so they can do it for the rest of their lives without me. If you're not at that point, if you're still in the dip your toe in the water phase, the do it yourself method, I have lots of resources for you. If you haven't grabbed my free macro cheat sheet, that's a great starting place. At the end of the day, it's a formula. There's a formula that we use to take your total calories and to break them down into carbs, fat, and protein. The way that I suggest starting, no matter what method you're using, if you're working with me one-on-one, we're going to start the same way. If you're doing it, the do it yourself method, we're going to start the same way. It's exactly what I said earlier. Download a free app like my fitness pal or lose it or use your Fitbit. Eat as you normally eat. Don't try to be on good behavior. Don't try to change anything. Just eat as you normally eat and track your food. At the end of the week, you're going to take three minutes, six minutes. You're going to look back at your averages. So you're going to see something like, oh, I tend to eat about 1800 calories a day. I tend to eat about 50 grams of protein a day. I tend to eat about 130 grams of carbs a day. I tend to eat about 55 grams of fat, whatever yours are. I'm just making these numbers up off the top of my head, but we're shining the light of awareness right now. You're not going to know what a quote unquote good average is for you. We just want to see where we're starting because what we're going to do from there is we're going to meet your body where it is. And this is a super important part because this is the problem with so many fad diets. If you're averaging 1800 calories a day and some fad diet comes along and says, all right, here we go. You're going to eat nothing but a thousand calories a day. Will you lose weight? Hell yeah, you will. You're basically starving yourself. But number one, and this is a huge number one, it is not going to be sustainable. Because we know by now that our bodies are designed to avoid pain and seek pleasure, but above all, avoid pain. And walking around starving all day is serious, serious pain, and it's not going to last. The other thing that's doing is you are shooting your metabolism in the foot. You are telling your metabolism, go on vacation. I don't need you. You're not going to be working very hard for the next few months. So at some point when you cave and start eating a normal amount of calories, which you will, you might last a couple weeks, you might last a few months, you might have crazy willpower and last six months, but at some point you'll start eating more than a thousand calories a day. And then I hate to say it, but you're kind of screwed because your metabolism has gone on vacation at your own orders and it doesn't know how to process that much food. And now as most of us have experienced, you not only gain the weight back, you gain the weight back and then some. So it's super important that we meet your body where it is. If you see that you're averaging 1800 calories a day, maybe you start right there. For a lot of people, it's not even that we're overeating consistently. It's that we have a really high day and a really low day and then even higher day and then a really low day. And we're taking our body on this roller coaster. So for a lot of us, just spending a couple weeks evening out, just stay at 1800 calories. You'll apply the formula to figure out your carbs, fat, and protein. And that's a great starting place. If you see that you're averaging 1800 calories and you're like, you know what? 
I, I feel like I ate a lot this week. Like I really feel like dropping that to 1,700 calories would not be a big deal. Then you'll start at 1,700 calories, and from there you'll apply the formula and you'll break down your macros. Your total calories are the most important part to this. And if you've listened to past episodes, you know why. Weight loss comes down to calories in versus calories out. So the formula I'm referring to, what it's going to do, and this will make more sense when you download one of my my reference sheets and see it, but what you're going to do is you're going to take your total calories and you're just going to break them down with some simple division and subtraction. Super easy math. I'm not a math person. It's very easy. But the total calories are the most important part, and that's true for two reasons. The biggest reason is because weight loss is calories in versus calories out. The second is your macros actually total up to your total calories. And this is where we get into, I call it the nerdy math, because this is where health and fitness geeks like me get super excited about this stuff. And other people are like, this is not that exciting. But the way it works is this, if you're interested, if you're not, you don't really need to know this part. So fast forward or turn the volume down for a second. One gram of carbs equals four calories. One gram of protein equals four calories. One gram of fat equals nine calories. So when you get your personal macro plan, if you apply that nerdy math to your macros, you will see that it adds up to your total calories. So really what we're doing when we track macros, it's not, I, I, sometimes I start to say it's calorie counting 2.0, but it's not even 2.0. It's like calorie counting 1.2. We're taking your total calories because they are queen for fat loss and we're dividing them up into carbs, fat, and protein for two reasons. One, because we are fueling our body the way it was designed to be fueled. We're making sure it has the right amount of carbs for energy, fat for vitamin absorption and brain function, and three, protein for muscle growth. The second thing is it helps with your body composition. So especially if you're in the gym and you want your body to shape up a certain way, that's where we have to make sure that our proportion of carbs, fat, and protein are in check. So macro tracking, at the end of the day, it's calorie counting. It's just a little more detailed because this is how we get our energy through the roof and this is how we get our body to shape up the way that we want. All of this said, here are the takeaways. If you want to do this once and for all, if you are so, so, so sick of yo-yo dieting, stop dieting. Literally, stop dieting. There is no shake system or point system in this universe And I tell you this with all the love in the world, there is no system out there that is going to be sustainable for the rest of your life. The way that we do this once and for all is by healing our relationship with food, by doing a total mindset shift around what our relationship with food looks like. And that doesn't happen by standing in front of the mirror and and repeating mantras. That happens by flipping the formula, by learning to lose weight while eating the foods we love. And the way we do that is by learning the skill, because it is absolutely a skill. You can learn to ride a bike, you can learn to sew, you can learn the skill of macro tracking, and it's a a skill that you learn once and you have for life, and that's how we completely, completely heal our relationship with food. So I'm gonna encourage you to take a couple steps from here. One, if you haven't done so already, go see the link on this episode and grab my, my free cheat sheet, the five things you need to know about macros. Two, if you're ready to take it a step further, go check out my website, www.mindstrongfitness.com. And there's all kinds of resources for you there, either the do-it-yourself method or with me helping you figure out your macro plan. Whichever method you're going to go with, the starting place is this. Go download a free app. You can use my Fitness Pal. You can use the free version. You can use Lose It. You can use your Fitbit. 
Eat as you normally eat for five to seven days and just get in the habit of tracking your food. At the end of the week, you're gonna take three to six minutes, you're gonna study your averages and you're gonna use that as your starting place. As I said, this is a skill. Anytime you learn a skill, it's gonna take time, it's gonna take practice. There's absolutely a learning curve to macro tracking. But to me, putting in two or three weeks to learn a new skill and having it completely transform your life. And let's think about this for a second. Most of us have spent decades, literally decades, in this unhealthy relationship with food. We spend so much time and energy thinking about how crappy we feel, how our pants fit, how we're disgusted by whatever we're seeing in the mirror, about how we wish we had more energy. We beat ourselves up about this subject. Are you willing to put in a few weeks of a learning curve to never have those feelings again? And I don't say that lightly. I mean that literally. You have the ability to never have those feelings again. And what it takes in return is a couple weeks of learning a new skill. The beauty is that it's math and it's science. And barring some kind of medical emergency, these are not Rachel's laws of health and fitness. I did not invent macro tracking. This is not me selling you on, on my approach to nutrition. This is literally how the human body is designed. My superpower is teaching. The only reason that, that my, my company and my programs do so well is because I, I happen to be a very good teacher, but I am teaching according to how the human body is designed. So barring a major medical condition, this stuff works for everyone. If you're willing to put the time in, if you're willing to be consistent, if you're willing to get through that learning curve, this is a skill you learn once and you have it for the rest of your life. If you're ready to completely learn the skill of macro tracking, go grab my freebie, The Five Things You Need to Know About Macros. It's linked in this episode. And go grab your copy of Becoming Mind Strong, The Truth About Health, Fitness, and the Bullshit That's Holding You Back. You can find it on Amazon.com.